Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castañeda, a.k.a. Lemonade Party. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> um, we'll circle back to that. Uh, but first, <laughs> on this episode, we will talk about the Monday show, Daniel and Allison at their finest, plus your calls. And the Thursday show, Lisa Curry's Bait Shop, Joe Quazala's Fishing Pole, Allison's Salad Bar. But first... Let's talk about this lemonade party, and then let's do some shout-outs, and you can go first. What the hell is a lemonade party? Are you peeing on somebody as you speak? What's happening? Is that well, the new fangled uh, language for Golden Shower? Um, I drank my last beer last night. Uh, I don't want to go to the store because I'm lazy. And all <laughs> That's I have the name is... of your memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> all I have is lemonade. And if you want something to burn your eyeballs, Google lemon party and uh you know just enjoy that i probably won't much like i didn't uh shoot up the club i didn't look that up until the next week or i'm like okay but i guess i could guess what both of those things are mm -hmm. do, do you have any shout outs besides your lemon party your lemon people or whoever <laughs> shout out to trice shout out to scotty scott and also, oh, shout out to uh, someone who we may play a call from later. And also shout out to Lauren, because apparently it's the last day of her working today. And now we're in the same boat. Same lemonade party boat. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yeah. Hold on. I've got a couple more to write down. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> okay. All right, my shout-outs are to Brittany, of course. Love you, miss you. Going to see you in a few months, or is it one month? Also, shout-out to Time Ortez, which I accidentally misspelled Tim Ortez's name on the episode that he was on, so I need to go back and change that. Uh, shout-out to Luke. He sent a picture on Facebook of what he was doing while he was listening to our show, and I thought that was really cool. I always love seeing that. Uh, also, it looks like a really cool place to hang out, so uh, we're on our way, Luke. Uh, also, Scott Marquez, Leela Rolling Stone, Kelly Lundquist, Bruce Baidon, Leanne Ward, Kathy Ibarra, Ray Morgan, Tamara Holler, Delaney Phillip, is her last name, I think, uh, Trice T. Diz, uh, Lauren Kelly, and of course, to Dr. Jen. I said, I was going to say Dr. J and Jen, so I said Dr. Jen. 
Also, yeah, that reminds me, shout out to Luke, because I did see his pictures on Facebook and I was thinking, hmm, kind of jealous. Nice view. I know. You should probably go out there. What do you got to do? Well, I mean, any place is a nicer view than this uh, shithole you guys call California. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you move here anyway? (laughs) Just kidding. Okay, I guess we should talk about Monday, shall we? Um, should we try to check the BFF hotline really quick? Oh, ouch! I just got burned. I guess it's BFF hotline time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was not trying to say that. I was gonna. I was thinking, do we do this in the middle, or should we just do it now? I, and never I think we know. should just. Well, and then also, I don't know if I should do it because if you recall from last week, uh, we had some trouble getting it to play through the mm. damn speaker. But that's okay. Because it's just you and I right now. It's just you and me. It's fine. All right. Well, let's hope this comes through. Okay. Uh, Aiming for Rafael Castaneda. Uh, Lee Bruns. But uh, apparently this is the wrong number. Sorry. No, Lee Bruns. This is not the wrong number. You did dial 818-BFF-0732, and it just happened to forward to my cell phone. But I have just now figured out how to turn that off. So now when people call, it won't even bother me. It will just go straight to the BFF hotline. So thank you, Lee, for calling. But you got to call back because now we're all on uh, pins and needles waiting to hear what this call was about. That was amazing. I almost feel like he did that on purpose just to be funny. Is is he calling to tell me that he can't be friends with me and listen to this show because I'm some kind of alcoholic? I hope not. Maybe. Who knows? That would be crazy, though, right? I mean, can't you be friends with someone that drinks even if you don't? I'm I'm wondering. Well, I don't have any of those friends, so... <laughs> <laughs> Losers. Yeah. Speaking of, should we get into Monday? Let's do that. All right. Uh, so... There was, let's see, about ten minutes of termite slash bug top at the top at bug talk at the top of this episode, and to be honest, I was a little bit bored <laughs> for a good ten minutes. Um, I, I don't, I don't even know what to say here. Like, I don't know if it is supposed to be entertaining, a joke, or it's just this is just what happens. When you're just chatting around someone that you're always chatting around. I don't know. What do you think? I think it's kind of like this show. People (laughs) are listening and they're like, is this supposed to be funny? Uh, Are these jokes? Why am I listening to this? People just want to know what's going on, Lisa. And uh, apparently there is clamoring for termite talk. Uh, I could probably do without it i don't remember hearing this actually so oh i should have re-listened but go back and listen to the first like 10 minutes they talked about raid there was a dead bug in the shed which i think that's the name of this episode mm. um okay. termite talk and dead bug and went into raid which turned into kind of like funny you know daniel imitating a wasp or something but um <laughs> okay that sounds familiar yeah speaking speaking of sheds and bugs mm. Uh, last week when I was in your shed, there were two little jumping spiders, and one was on you. Yes. The other one was trying to get on me, and <laughs> I was uh, trying to not kill it because I know how you and Lauren and some other folks are with spiders. Also, those jumping ones, they're, they're fucking, they're sneaky little bastards because you think you got them, 
and then last second they pounce and you just punch your hole through a wall or something. Punch your hole through a wall or something. I do do that. I have a, my shed looks like Swiss cheese now. I did kill that one because it was it landed on my ring and I thought, well, this is going to jump all over the place and be very distracting for me. I might talk about it for ten minutes. <laughs> Um, but in general, I don't kill spiders. You're right. Um, but other bugs, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to know where I'm sitting in the shed? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that's a reference to, so I'm going to say sh- yes. <laughs> it's a reference to Allison talking about where she's sitting. Oh. In- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so... The term at its finest, I feel like Allison hates this term. I feel like this show is podcasting at its finest. And there are certain terms that I truly hate. And if it's used properly, not bad. It's overused and I think wrongly used. And that is when people say at the end of the day, it really, really irks me. And I don't know if it's because I watch so many reality shows and I hear it so often where they're just saying, well, at the end of the day, and instead of saying anything, they're just saying, well, at the end of the day, it's like, what are you even talking about? (laughs) It doesn't even connect the dots. And I actually sent that as a JMO in once and they're like, well, that makes sense. If you say at the end of the day, I'm like, well, yeah, if it's used correctly. But uh, how do you feel it at its finest? Does this bother you? It doesn't. I I see what she's uh, getting at, but at the end of the day, there's <laughs> much worse. <laughs> there are more egregious examples. One one kind of slogany thing that always bugged me is BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Because I'm like, well, it's not the nicest car in the world. It's not the fastest car in the world. It's not. Uh, it, it's subjective, you know. Maybe some people think it is, and I don't think it is. So. That it can't be the ultimate driving machine. It just can't. Well, that is the power of advertising. What do you think about UPS? Ask what Brown can do for you. (laughs) I wonder if that's still their slogan. I don't know. But one of my best tweets ever was after Allison was fired. And I said something about like the worst things ever. Like the worst advertising or the worst whatever it was. I I forgot how I worded it, but I was like... Uh, something about New Coke and RoboCop and UPS, <laughs> UPS's brown um, platform or whatever it's called, <laughs> and then and firing Allison Rosen. I think that was like one of my better ones. <laughs> if I could remember it exactly, it was better. But at that time, okay. I had some pretty solid uh, tweets uh, against Adam Carolla because I, I was like, okay, let's let's uh, dive into this. Anyway, let's not dive into that. So, <laughs> um, sorry, about to burp. So the first caller was Wendy, and she was calling in about her dumb joke. And I don't know if she was a repeat caller or if she was just calling calling in with her dumb joke. But it was her well, well, well. That's deep, and that that's pretty funny. That's pretty dumb. I don't know if you've thought of a dumb joke since then. You obviously don't have a go-to jo- dumb joke, or you would have already said it. I guess. <laughs> um yeah i don't know if i do um i don't know do you well i told mine on the last episode not last episode uh the one before so you weren't on it and i told my my fly man joke <laughs> i remember listening to this on the plane but i don't recall and the that's joke. when you started <laughs> me 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 <laughs> <laughs> pretty much uh, 
It was what does one fly say to the other fly on the wall? I don't know. Your man's down. <laughs> uh, what? Your man's down. <laughs> My man's down. Yes. Like, instead of your fly is down on a man, on a fly, your man's down. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was really thinking about that, and I'm like, I really did not get it. So, <laughs> apparently, I'm too dumb for your dumbest joke. That was, um, that was worth it. That was worth it to go through that one again. <laughs> I was... I, I do remember it now that you're saying it. Um, <laughs> I was going through old BFF episodes because now that I post them, I um, mm. changed how many are accessible through the iTunes uh, library thing. And so I was looking at all the old episodes that I have so many fond memories of. And Trice, on one of my favorite episodes, uh, Trice and Blue Canoe, Matt, were on. And we were talking about dumb jokes um dad jokes actually and trice said something that i love uh he he made two jokes uh first one was <laughs> a man walks into a bar and says ouch and the second one was why do women wear perfume and makeup because they're ugly and they stink <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i like both these jokes yeah those are pretty um, good yeah. I need to go back and listen to some of these, although I think I would cringe pretty fucking hard listening to myself. But we, on the group chat with all of us, we, you were telling us like how many episodes and like who whose BYOF was on certain days. And it was kind of fun to like look back and think about like how many times Leanne has been on and how many times you were doing like a count of how many times Dr. Jen's been on and all that. And I thought that was kind of like fun. And so we started this show when it was JMO Patrol. It was, I think it was April, the end of April or March, the last weekend of March of 2015. And then BFF started, what did you say? April of 2016? Um, I've already forgotten. <laughs> so I don't even remember what I did yesterday. I don't know what day it is. You're on. I'm an old man. I'm confused. <laughs> Would somebody Can you drive me phone? home? Oh. <laughs> Oh, um, sorry. I'm writing some notes for uh, when we have Daniel on. Um, so this led into a talk that perfectly, perfectly described Allison. First of all, they started talking about Perry Mason. They talked about it recently. I didn't realize they were talking about that there was a new show, Perry Mason, out, which sounds yeah, interesting. It's been, it's been rebooted. Yeah. So it's on HBO, I guess. And I'm, I'm sure Colonel Jeff is popping his popcorn, getting ready to watch it as we speak. Although he might be a purist, like I probably would be, like watch Perry Mason, the old one. Um, but they were talking about how Allison, like when she starts going off on a topic and like can't, like it's not like she can't get back to the main road. She wants to go on these winding roads to try and like find some like random hot springs. And it's like, dude. <laughs> And Daniel said it's like an Eddie, and I'm like, oh my god, Allison Eddie. That's like the perfect explanation of what happens when she just starts veering off and like swirling around into like I don't even know what a whirlpool. That was a very good description by Daniel. 
Agreed. Uh, let's see. Then they talked about <laughs> the fact that Allison interrupted his Zoom call with a burp. That is like next level. Should be super embarrassed and like. I, I mean, like they said, it could have been worse. Could have been a fart, but like seriously, if. Imagine if you're on a business call and your girlfriend or wife comes in and like <laughs> rips a bird. Yeah, can you imagine if uh you're trying to record a, a podcast or something and uh some lady just burps <laughs> in the middle of the show. I can't imagine that. Hopefully we won't we don't get any negative calls on our hotline with that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, that so, like, they started bickering after, first of all, the termite talk, bug talk was, like, 10 minutes. Then they took their first call. And I was like, okay, this is fun because fucking Wendy, that caller needs to be on our show. She sounds hilarious. Uh, I want to talk to her. I don't know where she was from. Like, I want to talk to this lady. She sounded fun. But uh, then they started bickering a little bit with the TV talk and the Eddie and, like, everything else. And it's just like, oh, my God. I don't need like sometimes this is the point where i'm like all right guys this is where allison needs to just get back on track with her regular show and then they started talking about the interrupted interrupted zoom call and it brought it right back to like hilarious like that i think probably was the highlight of this episode was her telling that story and how tickled she was and embarrassed and that whole thing was great but um so the second caller was stephanie from the bay area she's in the hospital my god (laughs) sorry i'm not laughing at that she's in the hospital after having surgeries and she was saying that the nurses were saying they expect a massive uh covid surge and like i think we all know this but to hear it from someone that works at a hospital is kind of scary and the having to get surgery now is frightening that's almost like 90 percent of the reason why i just need to stay home and like really brush my teeth and floss like don't want to go to the dentist like don't want to go to the doctor like hey kids like we're not climbing on ladders we're not doing some they're not throwing knives this week (laughs) or for this month or this year i don't know um but daniel was talking about and this is kind of a topic that's been going around but like mask politics and like the nonsense of it and it's just like what I don't understand about humans, I don't know if it's an American thing, I don't know, but, like, why everything has to be so fucking politicized, everything has to have a side, everything becomes a new topic, and it's just, like, mind-fucking-numbing to listen to these people, you know, talk about to wear a mask or not, and being a pussy or not, and, like, whatever, I don't know, it's just, like, it's crazy to me. Agreed. Um, I'm glad to hear that you canceled your 4th of July party to be on the safe side, um, because then I didn't have to tell you that uh, I was hesitant <laughs> to go. Okay, good. I was like, I was. So, it was so nice of you to be wearing a mask over here, and I was like, I don't. You, I mean, that's like too, totally polite, but I just felt like bad that you'd be uncomfortable. But it's like you're being like super careful and smart and thoughtful, and that's like that's the way everybody should be. And, like, this pseudoscience that goes around about, like, whatever. It's like, you know what? If they can't prove it, who cares? What I think is, is, like, if if it's possible to help, then do it. 
That's all. And it's out of respect. Like, I do it everywhere else that I go besides my house because it's out of respect for the other people around me. And whatever. It's just one thing that I'm not looking forward to is, like, all these new fetishes that are going to come out of this. And then I think also there's going to be, like, think of all the designer masks that are going to be out there that are already probably being made. It's, like, going to be a whole fashion now. Uh, I hope it is, but it... it uh doesn't appear to be uh, catching on <laughs> as much as I'd hope. You like to see a little um, less face. <laughs> well, it's fu- you know what's funny is uh, whenever I go out and I'm wearing my mask, like I feel I feel better with it on because people can't see my face. Um, they don't know what kind of uh, wretched, horrendous things are happening underneath the mask. Uh-huh. And then when I but but when I see people, I'm like even with a mask, I know that person is attractive. So. Oh. Then I think I'm not fooling anybody with this mask. They know. <laughs> Uggo over here. Stop it. But imagine if it's like hot from like the nose up and from the nose below, it's like Rocky Tennis. <laughs> Sorry. That's probably not a nice thing to say. Okay. Um, also, they started talking about QAnon, which is something I had never heard of. I first thought it it was he was referencing referencing his own company Daniel <laughs> QAnon <laughs> that sounds like something he would be a part of um, or be named but uh, I so I did a little reading on that I'm like oh okay now I understand what they're talking about and it's yet another thing that's like oh my god people I I don't know I don't know what to do do we just like off ourselves or can we go to Canada like what's the option here um. I don't know, but I think it's not as easy to move to Canada as we think. Um, I was reading something where, like, you have to have a desirable Mm. skill. And it's not just like... It's the opposite uh, of how we do it here. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. Um, So I don't know if that's an option. And as far as QAnon, like, I keep hearing that, but I don't know what it is. I don't really want to know. Because I know it's probably just a bunch of wackos being wacky. It is. Much like us. Um, So the next color was Candace. And she was revisiting the Helen Hong photo. I'm photo. The Helen Hong phone call. And it just reminded me of like how much fun last Thursday show was. And like that really was a great like highlight to that show. And like what a great team players she was and the receptionist and candace thought this was fun but also we got to hear that allison actually did some digging and found the vets picture which i was surprised that she even like cared about it to look but she also kind of confirmed what we talked about on the show with uh kelly and leanne wait who was it (laughs) it was them with kelly leanne sorry with kelly and leanne about you know that he's cute but not like hot Although Allison did not finish her sentence, but she's like, well, he's cute, but, and then she didn't like finish. So, um, agreed. And I think it's fun, funny that she looked him up. Um, they did a, oh, sorry. I think what I took away from Allison looking him up and finding him so easily as, as Kelly did, Jackie didn't try hard enough because she doesn't really have the interest that we thought Ah. she did in this fellow because she's in love 
That's true. That's why. If she was single and thirsty, <laughs> she'd she'd be like, let me get on the Google, honey. <laughs> I'm going to track him down. <laughs> Thank God I know what I'm going to at least end or start the show with. Um, So... <laughs> <laughs> I just like doing her voice because it's hilarious. And like you do she, a great she job says, with it. she's the kooky southern aunt. Yes, I just would love to spend time with her, but I think she would just catch me like looking at her, like, "Oh my god, she sounds just like that." She's doing the thing, but she's just being herself. So um, I, I don't think we'll ever be in the same place, but that's probably for the best. Well, unless you go to Delaware. Um, oh look, I'm in Delaware. So. What was I going to say about that? Something about hanging out with her. Oh, yeah. I wonder if her soon-to-be husband, ha- like, how he... He's probably used to her voice by now. But, like, it's so... It do- just doesn't match the, the picture. And I wonder what she sounds like having sex. Okay. So, did you want to do a, try a rendition on that one? Uh, no. <laughs> Hold on. I have, like, a hair in my eyelash. Better than a hair on your tongue. (laughs) Oh my god. My crazy Joe Devola. Hold on. The reason why I was a few minutes late coming out here is because I couldn't take it anymore. I had to trim my bangs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I've been debating whether or not to try to do my own haircut at home, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm uh, that brave. I was holding out on getting my hair dyed, and I, I bought something to do my own and i thought well i'll just do it once or whatever and then everything started opening i'm like cool i'm gonna go and now that everything's kind of like creeping in again i'm like eh, i think i'll just dye my own hair and i'll probably chop off like five six inches just to make it a little less hot um so at the end of this episode we got to hear that daniel is doing political artwork and i am super excited for him about that because just the fact that he's doing artwork and making time for himself, however long it is, whatever it is, like this excites me. I'm really glad, even though it might be not something that I would be interested in seeing. I mean, I would look at it, but it's not my thing. I think it's really cool that he's doing that. Did you understand the comic? Um, did I see it? Did you see no. it? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I will tell you that I did not get it. Okay. Apparently, Does it s- as let has... me guess. At the end, it says your man's down. <laughs> no, it was. He explained it on the show. Just look it up on Instagram. Um, I thought I was like, why are all their heads weirdly shaped? But I, because I know he loves David Lynch, I was like, this seems like a very Lynchian comic. I'm just going to assume it's got something to do with something I don't understand. By the way, on the flight to Colorado, the people in front of me were fucking watching Blue Velvet. And I was like, is that the kind of movie you watch on a plane in front of other people? No, it's not. Because, like, you want that on at least a TV-sized screen, for starters. And you want to have good sound. Like, that is, like probably my favorite david lynch movie but seeing it on a little screen like i don't know if i love it like i need like seinfeld on the plane or like a cooking show or hgtv like not something like blue velvet that's a little bit like deep well they were they were watching it on a macbook and they had their little 
headphones on or whatever. But yeah, I, I was just thinking, um, I, I only saw the first couple of minutes of it, but there's like dead people and, uh, I don't know if, uh, it's the kind of thing you'd watch on a plane, but maybe I'm, uh, more conservative than others. Well, I agree with you on that. That is not something to watch on a plane. It's a little dark. You want a little something uplifting or something just kind of like fluffy. And um curious what everybody listening would uh think is good and not good to watch on a plane. Don't watch big sloppy butts. <laughs> just uh not again. made that mistake <laughs> myself. <laughs> Well, and also, like, it's kind of, it would be weird to have two people on the plane watching that at the same time. I don't know. I would probably mm. be, like, flipping around the channels to see if I could get get it somewhere. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. This is a choice. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything else for Monday before we do a little LK's Child's Chat? Yes. Okay. Really quick. I was... I think we did I think it must have been during the Zoom call over the weekend. I was telling Leanne that I I like when Daniel's on and even if they're kind of bickering a little bit, I don't mind it cuz I know they're not like really mad at each other. But this uh of course this has to come out right after that call and um they kind of uh shut me up because i i was thinking oh my god this is uncomfortable now they're just arguing for quite a long time so i think just like when i moved out here i caused the coronavirus <gasps> um i mentioned how their bickering's not that bad and now they uh, are gonna get divorced probably thanks to me lisa wow, it is you i put a curse on them so you're the one that brought all this? Okay. I figured. It's possible. <laughs> I guess it is. Uh, the timing was right. Um, all right. Shall we do some LK's Childish Chat? Let's do it. All right. Childish Chat with LK. What? what? Childish Chat with LK. What? Childish Chat with LK. Okay, bringing it to you now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Rafi. Hi, friends. This is Lauren Kay with some childish chat. Okay, at the beginning of the episode, Allison mentions that she found out that there is another childish podcast and that they also talk about farts and that they also uh, read diary entries. Uh, so she was like a little bit annoyed about that, like kind of joking around though. Um, and Greg wanted to talk about Father's Day. He had a great Father's Day. Um, his family gave him breakfast in bed and he got a card from his son and in the card his son called him his best friend um, <laughs> and they had a they went for a family bike ride at the beach they rode 12 miles and uh, Greg says that when they were riding the bike they saw a person who um, he said the person was transitioning I don't know if he meant I guess he meant transitioning from man to woman and that the person had their bare breasts exposed. Um, and Greg wonders if a person should get a ticket for that. And Greg asked Allison if she did, in fact, give Daniel the Father's Day gift that they had talked about. Uh, Greg gave her advice to uh, give Daniel a blowjob and said that she should have told him in advance so that he could look forward to it. Um, and that it would be the best gift ever. And she said she did not do it. 
I guess they had kind of a weird day on Father's Day. They had food delivered and um, there was like some kind of mix up. So the person was waiting outside for a while and then Daniel ran out to get the delivery. And um, Allison asked if the person was wearing a mask and Daniel said no. And then she asked if Daniel was wearing a mask and he said uh, no, that he, you know that he also wasn't wearing a mask, and they were supposed to be going to see her parents, um, to visit her parents, and she said she felt weird about you know him having been possibly exposed to something, and uh, so she, and for me personally, I probably would have been like you know it was outside and it was just a few seconds of an exchange, so. I wouldn't have thought too much of it, but I guess Allison takes it, you know, really seriously because her parents are in the higher risk age group. And so she decided to leave it up to them. She called her parents and they said, yeah, let's wait two weeks instead of getting together today. And she said um, that that made her feel bummed out and a little bit rejected, even though she, you know, knew it was probably the smartest thing to do, the safest thing to do. Greg was very happy about his Father's Day gift. He was, he got a bidet. And um, he posted a picture on Instagram and I guess Childish reposted it because I saw it too um, of him <laughs> just sitting on the toilet with his pants down. Um, and I didn't even look at it long enough to realize that it was, you know, him talking about having gotten a bidet. Um, and I know Megan, hi Megan, Megan has one in her house and I would love to have one too. So hopefully at some point... Um, We'll get to install one because it, it sounds like, sounds great. In the news, Allison asks if, um, she said, do you think COVID is causing, is going to cause a baby boom or a baby bust? And uh, according to the news, they say uh, fewer births are expected. 300,000 to 500,000 fewer births um, are predicted. Um, and then that was, that goes from looking at the 1918 influenza and the 2000 to 2009 recession, those both caused uh, less babies. And Allison pointed out also that people are um, having reduced access to fertility treatments also. Um, so they actually think there will be less babies. I thought that there would be more, but apparently I was wrong. Um, <laughs> Allison and Greg say that they both feel kind of um, a low-grade low uh, depression and malaise because um, because of quarantine and, um, Allison said it's kind of hard to, uh, make herself want to do anything. I totally understand that. Um, and then they also feel guilty because a lot of people have it worse than they do. Like they're lucky because they can still make money from podcasting and, you know, they feel bad for people who have to be putting themselves at risk by going to work. Like people who work at grocery stores, Uber drivers, um, and I feel the same way. I have some friends who have been working through this whole thing. Um, and I worry about them. And I also worry about my friends who aren't working and, you know, money and all that stuff. There's so much. Everybody's dealing with something right now. So it's really, really hard. And I hope everybody's doing okay. They also were talking about um, how to help a, a choking baby and how you're supposed to lay them down on your arm face down and like smack them on their back. And I had to do that uh, for my Noah once. He was a baby. He was probably like a year and a half old or something. And he was eating tiny little pieces of ravioli. And I already cut it up so small because I was so scared of him choking. And then he started choking. 
Um, and I remembered my friend just telling me that one day, like, oh, if your baby ever chokes, this is all you have to do. And it comes right out. And I was so glad. Like, I mean, I had, you know, seen videos and uh, classes and everything at the hospital, but um, just hearing her say it and with the confidence of like that it, it works and you'll be okay really saved me in that moment. And I was able to kind of keep calm. Ugh, that was horrible. Greg's high was that he's been journaling every day. He said every day he goes and sits outside and journals. And I've been journaling too. I always journal at the end of the day though. Um, and I don't know who this is for. I don't know if I think that I'm ever going to go back and read it. I don't really want anybody else to read it. Um, I guess, yeah, it's just like to get, get thoughts out. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I sometimes question, what is this for? Um, and I used to like journal and write poetry and write little things, you know, uh, when I was younger. And then I was so paranoid always that like my parents were going to read it or that someone was going to find it. So I would always end up destroying and throwing out like my own shit that I wrote. <laughs> so like, I think I still have a little bit of that feeling now, like oh, what if it gets into the wrong hands? And for her low, Allison said that um, she was really late with her period. She was like a cycles like 28 days and she was on day 40. So she started to get concerned and she thought, you know, there's no way I'm pregnant can't possibly be pregnant but if I go to a doctor they're gonna you know ask if there's any chance of pregnancy so she took a pregnancy test and she said in the time of like waiting for the the results she like realized that she like wanted it to be positive um and she's like I don't know why like I don't you know if I really could have another kid I don't know if I would want to and Daniel definitely doesn't want to um I don't know I think that's just a funny thing about pregnancy tests like you you kind of just always hope that it's going to be positive I don't know um but that was and it was negative almost forgot to say um and she said then she did end up getting her period too so um she's not pregnant but she was just confused by her emotions for that um and I guess that's it I just hope everyone is doing all right and I like y'all so much bye oh Lauren you're the best um a couple of things uh, the fact that there's a second childish podcast, that's crazy. Uh, I didn't know you could have the same named podcast out there. I, or exactly the same. I don't know. Um, I don't even know which one I want to talk about. The choking thing, like that, pretty much from like one and a half till f probably about four, you're just like making sure your kid's not choking to death. That's pretty much what you're doing. I never had to do like the the move that she's talking about because it never got to that point but as soon as they started to choke there's a hook like thing you do with your finger and like that's what I would my finger was down a lot of throats for a few years <laughs> um, and it's not fun because the kids are scared you scare them by like jabbing your finger down their throat um, and the whole boom or bust about babies I'm, I'm not really surprised because I think people are kind of like the other talk with her that she said that they have this malaise. I think everybody does. And like when you have malaise, you're not wanting to get laid, right? Or do you? Uh, depends. <laughs> I'm not talking about your uh, diaper choices, but you know, I think like I was starting to feel a little bit better mentally. And then with all of this stuff going on now, I feel like it's going to, hit me harder this time like I think I was 
like a my a low grade depression just kind of like wow this is a bummer when i think about it or like try to do anything normal and then we started kind of getting a little bit of freedom but it was probably like a false sense of security doing any of the stuff that we were doing and now i think it's going to be like there's like no end in sight like this feels very like uh it just feels like you're just carrying a sack of potatoes on your back and you just like can't get it off Yes. Um, first of all, the other childish, I wonder if they're hosted by a oh. sexist, misogynist, uh, homophobe who no one can stand. Probably not. <laughs> Bidets are not something I have any experience with, except for the last time I was at Megan's. I was like, oh, yeah, she got the bidet. Let me fucking fuss with this little knob and i ended up spraying water all over the front of my jeans uh-huh. uh it was just a splash so it was <laughs> it was fine and is that what happens when you when you fuss around with knobs or fool around with knobs <laughs> well speaking of oh. uh bj being the greatest gift uh everyone knows the greatest gift is actually a cameo from allison rosen cameo.com slash allison rosen and yeah, low grade depression. I have been feeling decent uh, as of late, but now that I have to, or I've decided to get uh, a job, I have been feeling dread again. So we're we're all pretty much in the same boat, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think. Ugh, yeah. Anyway, Lauren, you're the best. We love you. You're great. How many more nice things can we say? I did tell her she's just like, we need to move out. We need to have a golden girl's house. And Rafi, you can join us too if you want to be one of the girls. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Okay. Uh, Anyway, should we talk about Thursday? Let's do it. Okay. We were her little iced zucchini muffins sent in by Michelle Smith on Patreon. I think... This might be her first carb. I'm super excited for her. She listens to this show, and we probably don't shout her out enough. But, um, yeah, so that is so – it sounds like a gross carb, but every time I have zucchini bread, which is pretty rare, I'm like, man, this is really good. Like, why don't I have this more often? Especially, like, right now, we are overflowing with zucchini in our household. <laughs> and every year I'm like, what – the last thing I usually do, I'm like, I'll shred some up, I'll put it in the freezer, and I'll make zucchini bread at some point. But iced zucchini muffins? Hmm. I kind of want some of these. It just sounds like so like, ugh. But like, it sounds like, I think it would be really good. I have no experience with zucchini bread or muffins. It is her first carb. She posted in the Facebook group. Mm. Uh, she's taking a break from Facebook, but she popped in to say that they popped her carb cherry her words not mine oh and uh, so congrats on that yes she also intermittent fast fasts and i think she lost like over 100 pounds or something so that's kind of awesome um hopefully she didn't take a break from listening to the show because i i like knowing even if she doesn't like say i'm listening like i like knowing that she's listening it's like a nice little comfort <laughs> is that nice is that good does that make sense <laughs> yeah sure um but it's the truth also i forgot to shout out super fan megan even though you mentioned it earlier and i'm like damn it <laughs> love you maggie poo 
Um, to quote uh, oh Mariah Carey, or sorry, to quote a wise woman, I don't know her. Uh, so how long, if you're quarantined, Lil Rafi, before you'll eat somebody's groceries? (sighs) (laughs) Well, Mm -hmm. (laughs) seeing as how I'm quarantined, uh, that's no concern of mine because I don't think I'll ever meet another human again. I'm just going to die here alone. Oh, in Huntington Park. Um, so they were talking a little bit about, you know, Joe Kozala and his whole, like, girlfriend's roommate's groceries or whatever and the fact that they got to eat them. And um sounds like a real menage situation. But they also just were talking about quarantine and, like, how everybody's doing. And, and I think that kind of goes back to the malaise, like, the how everybody's feeling, like, the second wave is going to come on. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sakes. Like, ugh. But I do think, I know they were talking about the early opening of the country has led to, like, some pretty bad results. And, like, since the last time I recorded with you, what has changed in six days, five days? is two of my neighbor's daughters were tested positive. One of their daughters, uh, one of them, their daughter's wife also tested positive a couple days later. My husband's work shut down because someone tested positive. I'm like, okay. Like in the beginning, I was like, the reason why, like I take it very seriously and I was fucking, I was not only paranoid at the beginning, but I was also like uh, really fucking scared, like petrified. Because it was so unknown and so, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Then I kind of got used to the fact of, like, not being able to do anything and, like, wiping down all of my groceries and, like, unlike you eating them, like, spraying the bottom of everybody's shoes that comes in the house and, like, all that. And I had, like, relaxed a little bit because when nobody around you has it, it seems like it's not real, even though you know it is. Then all of a sudden in one week, everything, like crumbles and it's like holy shit this is more real than i need it to be and i'm back to being scared and worried and like don't want to go out anymore Uh (laughs) uh-huh well that's what happens in a few days also i was told yet no now i'm not gonna show that part so do you have have you ever house sat before or dog sat and do you is there like a house sitting etiquette like it's definitely something i've done and i'm curious like what you do well Mm. The first and only time, uh, well, I've done it, I guess, a couple of times, but it has been with Megan. When I moved out here and was staying with her for a couple of weeks, she and her lady friend took a trip to get away from me so they can do what lesbians do, commit sins. And I decided to, uh, or I did not decide, she asked me if I would uh, watch her dog one time. Uh, And I did, and it was fine. So I did eat the food that she had. But you also, you should know that I was going through her fridge, and I was like, oh, that's expired, that's expired, (laughs) that's expired. So everything that was in there that was good, I was like, I need to eat it because she's not going to. She's on some fucking weirdo diets all the damn time. Mm. She's like, oh, I'm not eating this anymore. And I'm like, well, it's just going to sit there and rot. So I'm going to eat what I can and not feel bad about it. And she was always very accommodating. 
And of course, she said, yeah, sleep on the bed. And I did not. I slept on the couch mm. until another time that she left. And she's like, oh, yeah, feel free to come over here. And uh, I think this was after I had gotten my apartment and um, I didn't have Internet yet. And she's like, oh, yeah, just feel free to come over here and stay here. So I I went to her place and um, yeah, it was fine. It was great. Uh, I say if you know the person, it's like if you're I, I don't know, you know, we have different levels of knowing yeah, people. That's true. So. But I, I would not feel like, like if, if Leanne invited asked me to, to her house, house I'm it, not gonna... that's a different, uh, that's a level that is only asked of like good friends. True. But like if Leanne asked me to watch her house, I'd be like, sure, I'm not going to sleep in her bed. If you asked me, we're getting close, but probably not. <laughs> um, you know, it, if uh, I'm trying to think who. I guess it would just be Megan of the people that you guys know. I'd be like, yeah, sure. I'll sleep in your bed. I have, I don't know, have I ever house sat for a friend? I guess not. I think I've only house sat for like uh, an employer and I most definitely slept in their bed and I most definitely had sex in their bed. <laughs> okay. Maybe don't ask me to house it, but also, hmm. Yeah, did I have sex in their bed? Maybe not. I think I had sex in some other parts of the house. But, like, I, I there's a big difference when, like, you're staying at a house and you, like, kind of live there-ish. No, I don't know. I think I'm trying to back myself into a corner and get out of it. But, um, yeah, I I used to, I can't even think of, like, my sister used to dox it all the time and she would have, like, guys over, or, like, be up in there using their, like, perfume and, like, and their beauty stuff or whatever. Um, but now like I do, I house sit for the neighbor across the street from us. In fact, I was when you were here last, but I didn't stay there. So like I was watching their house from, a, from across the street and I took care of their cat and, but I still had keys to their house. So I could go in there, but I had like tunnel vision. Like, I don't even know what their bedroom looks like. I've lived here for like eight years. I've been in their pool. I've been in their kitchen and their other parts of the house because they've had parties and stuff. But, like, I've never, like, I don't feel like that snooping, like, oh, I want to go see what their house looks like. Um, I, but I don't know. I guess because I'm super re respectful. <laughs> so how do you feel about payment? Because in the mm. Facebook group, I was seeing some people saying that, oh, they would expect to be paid or they would expect that the person should be paid. Um, again, I think that depends how well you know the person. I agree. I, I would absolutely not accept money for s staying at a place like that yeah i have this, that same thing because i do feel like it's a vacation but if it's like you have to go out of your city and like go like take care of shit like if that's part of your job i can see but if it's your friend i don't think i could take money that would be weird well so in your case the person across the street obviously i wouldn't expect you to stay there right. because you live across the street yeah now, in that case, I'd be like, maybe they should give you a little money so because they you have yeah. a family true, and true, stuff to do. True. You can't just uh, be there guarding their shit all the time. <laughs> I know. And getting their cat in at night is really hard because he's like borderline feral. But um, like at certain points, they'd be like, you can come over and use the pool anytime. So it's like, that's a total trade off. Like, yes, of course. 
So we just walk across the street and go to the pool. But then they started having other family members coming over too. And we never knew when they were going to come. But I didn't want to text them like when they're on their vacation. Hey, um, are your relatives going to be there? Because we want to go swimming. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's kind of a give and take. Because whenever we go out of town, they always offer to like do whatever. So it's kind of one of those things. And sometimes like they'll usually go to a brewery or something and bring us back some sort of like a couple of cans of some craft beer, like growlers or something. So. That's payment enough. Agreed. So this episode gave us a gift. It was a gift that Allison did not unwrap. She left it there on the table and maybe didn't even see it there. And that was, we got to talk about the fact that Tony has a futon. And we now could have a new nickname and that's Futoni. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Come on. Like, if you're going to go Tone Zone or No Rope Tony, you have a futon and T-O-N is right there, like, staring I, you in I the face. I got fi- it. Oh, shut up. I, this one I got, Lisa. <laughs> you didn't get it enough for me, okay? I just, I don't, I don't think it rolls off the tongue. Oh, and I tweeted about it. <laughs> Hold on. I said, uh, I feel this episode left you the gift of a new nickname to replace Tone Zone. It's Futoni. And Tony replied, at first I read this as F.U. Tony and did not like it. (laughs) Uh We love you, Tony. Come on the show. Okay? Okay. Thanks. Um, So do you... When you go braless, do you feel like unsafe? You, you know, I uh, as I was listening to this yesterday, I was thinking, I wonder what it would feel like yeah. to wear one. Oh, but aside from uh, all the Seinfeld references, um, I I would never want to wear one. I can't believe you women wear them <laughs> all the damn time. <laughs> I'm not wearing one now. <laughs> um, no surprise there. Oh. You are like the O. Henry candy bar heiress. <laughs> Footloose, freewheeling lifestyle or whatever I'm leading over here. Um, but when I go outside, I have to have a bra on. I feel exactly the same way as Lisa Curry. That I feel there's an unsafe. I feel like people know. And it's not just because I've got some huge tees, but like because... I don't, it just feels, it feels like a safe under your shirt hug. It's like going out on, without underwear on. Like you kind of feel like, maybe you feel like a little bit like footloose and fancy free, but like, I feel like exposed, even though people might not even notice it. I do feel like unsafe. I feel like it's sloppy without it. Um, and it's also like, I know a lot of people have this where if they wake up and they don't take a shower, they don't feel like they've started the day and they feel kind of like a a layer of like just yuck not because they're dirty just because like they haven't like started their day it's like it it's that's kind of how i feel if i don't have a bra i feel like lazy i feel like this is me lounging time like i can't get business done unless i'm wearing a bra um i can't believe uh oh my god (laughs) (laughs) is that uh the bra salesman calling to ask yes. you out on a date? I think it's uh, Man's Ear Incorporated from Buena Park, California. <laughs> Buena Park. No, I can't coming. believe. Sorry. I can't believe you revealed that uh, you have a size T. Oh. 
<laughs> size T uh, bra there. Do they even make that? Probably. Um, oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do as well. But yeah, I do have that like bra is like your armor. You just feel like you're, you could start the day now. Like I've got my bra on. I can tackle the world. Um, well, this is kind of the same, kind of different. Um, if you're insecure about your body, you're going to find mm. uh, big baggy clothing to try <laughs> Sorry, to hide I it. I you say big baggy titties. <laughs> <laughs> big baggy tees. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think whatever you feel comfortable in is fine. Um, well, there I'm is also gonna... a noise that goes along with when I'm walking with <laughs> Oh, it's like a... It's like slapping a couple yeah, of hams together, it's... like a meat fight. <laughs> a tiny bit. Like, if I'm not careful, like, I can walk normally and there's nothing, but every once in a while I hear a little slap, I'm like, oh, God. Every now and then it's like Tito Puentes uh, <laughs> going on a, doing a, a solo on the, <laughs> on the congas. <laughs> yes. Oh, and sometimes it's like from underneath and sometimes it's like my arm hitting the side. It's it's a whole thing. It's not even the middle, like you might think. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I think maybe you're the the king of the mambo beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um so if you won the lottery and had a FU money, would you build a salad bar? Is that like another euphemism for eating the groceries, by the way? No, boy. Oh. Uh, no, I'm not building a salad bar. Salads can suck a dick. Mm. Um, this is... So I just started watching Billions, and I'm very much enjoying this show. I've, I often think about what I would do if I had uh, FU money. So Tyrese, the uh, singer-slash-actor... <laughs> Uh, has a Benihana in his backyard, like a Benihana cooktop thingy, and he hired his favorite Benihana chef to be his personal chef. Wow. Allison, Joey Fatone has that too, right? I believe he does. Yeah. Allison needs to take a page from his book because who the fuck wants salad? And especially when all you're going <laughs> to put on it is ketchup and truvia. <laughs> you don't need a whole bar for that. Okay, so I know that we talked, first of all, I fucking love salad. And I, like, I mean, any salad, I like it all. I like it with a bunch of shit on it. I like it like like a Caesar salad. I like a simple salad. But I don't know if you remember that <laughs> one of my last, like, if when I talked, we talked about, like, our last meal. Sorry, I hate that word. Um, but... That one of my things was I wanted a salad bar salad. <laughs> like with shredded cheese and like Thousand Island and croutons and like garbanzo beans and beets. Oh, that is like dreamy to me. I love it. So now I, I have to say Allison's salad bar might look a lot different than mine. But like to have all the options there. Yes. Yes, please. I like all of it. And I think you people are sick. <laughs> we kind of are. Um, I just think it's funny that she kind of said it like, obviously I'd have a salad bar. Because <laughs> who wouldn't? Um, I, the problem with the salad bar is like Germ City, 
you have to refresh it a lot. I guess you really have to be rich to have this be like a thing. So that I think is like a baller move. Like, yeah, got a salad bar. You have to have a person, a salad bar, like upkeep person always. Maybe that's not very baller to you, but you know. So I, I think I'm just not good at making a salad at a salad bar, mm. or maybe I've mm. just not been to the right salad bar. But I like salad when you go to a nice restaurant. It like your food comes with a salad, and it's it's often very delicious. Mm. But I think when I'm sitting there, like all I see is like fucking iceberg lettuce staring yeah. me in the face, and I'm like, yeah, this is very. Well, Sad. I agree. There is an art to it. And I think part of it is like, usually I do a tiny bit of lettuce, even if it's iceberg or whatever they give us. Usually they have romaine now. And sometimes you might even get a spinach salad, but like spinach salad, it's different toppings for me. So like romaine or iceberg, I'll live with it. But like, it's all about the toppings. It's all about like, oh my God, I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. But like, seriously, I <laughs> like an old lady salad bar salad is in my top foods for last meal. So I get where Allison's coming from. I don't know if she would have that, but also, like you said, Truvia and ketchup and lettuce is like the saddest salad bar ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Like uh Tommy Lee has Starbucks or whatever. Like that's so weird. Like I, I mean, I don't, I think I would get like quality coffee, not Starbucks. If I had all that money, I don't know. I don't think he has working taste buds anymore. Oh, he eats too many groceries. Burned his tongue on the salad bar. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's done a lot of disgusting things with his mouth. Um, I don't think I would bet on that, uh, that you're right. Um, so... Lisa Curry was really a fun guest and I liked her sense of humor. She was like fit right in, even though this is like one of those Thursdays where it's like a bunch of people that don't know each other, but like it still like felt good, like friends hanging out and it was fun. I want to know more about her childhood and growing up and like her parents had a bait shop and a biker bar. Like this whole story i was like excuse me she was like randomly oh yeah and this and that or whatever but um this sounds awesome like i want to have a uh well i don't want a biker bar but i went out on a marina and like rent out boats and live on a lake this sounds amazing she was very interesting um she was funny and there was something that allison said that i need to clip for this show because she said let's get to know lisa Oh, I like so, it. So whenever you uh, overshare, oh, I can <laughs> drop that drop. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> so she said that there was a lot of uh, nautical puns at the marina. And I thought, I'm going to look some up without reading them. I'm just going to look it up and say a few. Oh, God. Well, maybe these aren't that great. Oh, my God. Assault weapon. Assault weapon. Oh, God. It's salt good. Mm, no. Don't be so stern. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, feeling naughty. <laughs> Last but not least. Okay. What's this all about? <laughs> Stupid. Uh. 
Okay, so I feel like this is where I'll find the name to the marina that I will have. Oh, Kiss My Mast. There we go. Even though I won't have any, like, sailboats or anything dumb like that. Piece of ship. Ship-faced? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's where that's where you can uh, get your local... What is it? Your barnacle basted? <laughs> what did Dave Huntsberger used to say? <laughs> uh... uh... Oh, maybe it was um, Jordan. Okay. Anyway, this led to Joe Cozzola's hilarious dream about butt butthole fishing pole. But butt pole. But I don't even know butthole fishing. This is a crazy dream, and it's very visual. And I think Ray Morgan needs to make a cartoon of this. <laughs> yeah, just when you thought you couldn't uh, get more butts on this show. <laughs> I know. That's what we need. We gotta reel them in. <laughs> no, oh, my daughter went fishing this morning. She was super excited, and she went fishing over the weekend too. She's been really into uh, going fishing. So they get up at the crack, butt crack of dawn and go fishing. But it's not. Do you in have? Her do you have a favorite uh, bait? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on where you're fishing, but. Um, well, naturally, Lisa, but what's your favorite? Well, my favorite kind of fishing is trolling, which is like the laziest kind of fishing, but it, I love it. I don't like sitting there with a bobber and a hook. Like, I like to cast. So I also like shore cast, casting. That's fun. We go pier fishing. Um, as far as bait, I mean, I'll put a worm on a hook if I need to. No surprise uh, that you like to torture small creatures. Okay. I've heard they have no feelings. That's what I've been told. <laughs> Neither do I. And uh, oh. you torture me anyway. Oh. Oh, I just keep throwing the hook out there, waiting for a bite. Uh, so <laughs> that was my mouth, I swear. Do you have anything else from Thursday before we talk about our fave mouse? I appreciate Tony making an effort to drop some drops Ooh, that we true. haven't heard in quite some time. And, uh, you know, he'll he'll get there. He's getting there. I love that he's, like, picking up on the drops. And it's a nice little surprise because before I would kind of expect it with Jeff. And now I don't expect it. So it's just a nice little surprise. And the, I'm, the Jenna Kim Jones, I'm Just a Cat one was really great that he had that one just like uh just waiting there it was pretty good but that was later on during jmos i guess but um yeah the one i was expecting him to play about cats is where jeff well first of oh, all right allison tries to play now like she wants a cat uh we know she's very anti-cat ain't that right jeff uh, he's here by the way uh, and um <laughs> and I was expecting the Jeff, what Jeff would do is play the one, if I had a cat, I would try yeah. to in Truvia and, or pour Truvia on it and dump it in almond milk. It's funny because my first thing was I started singing the cat song in my head before I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, But then he played the drop and that was cool. But yeah, the Jeff one. Allison wants a cat. She does. She's been gen She's genuinely been interested. And I think it's because of Daniel that she doesn't have one, but also dragging her feet on stuff. But, um, so did you pick a JMO that you liked or hated? 
Um, I didn't think we were going to do this today, so I meant to re-listen mm, mm. Uh, when the video comes out. But what were some of the JMOs? All right, I'll read a couple of them. Demian can sleep in any position. Uh, Bex didn't get her JMO read because Allison forgot to. Nina says cats look like they would roll their eyes all of the time if they could. <laughs> um, I can agree with that, except for the fact that like that's, I think, why people love dogs so much is because they have like that human... Like, they see something of themselves in dogs, and also they like to be the master of something. So they're like, this thing loves me if I give it treats or not. <laughs> uh, cats, you kind of have to earn it. But like but like Joe was saying, you can get some that are like, holy shit, that's what... Those are the cats that give cats a bad name. And then there's other cats that will cuddle. And um, did I mention I want all of the cats? Okay. Anyway, obviously that's what I wanted to talk about. But uh, Shanna says she clicks the tongs at least once to make sure they work or something. And oh, the best one was a non-mo, which is exactly like what we used to talk about before, where it's like this should be a new segment that Allison has that's called "What's the Deal with?" And Skinny Bobinny says, "What's up with shirts that are loose everywhere, but the forearms?" <laughs> Any of those speak to you or? Uh... Well, I did want to talk about the clicking of the tongs mm, okay. just to say that if you don't give them a tappity tap, you're some kind of psycho. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tony. <laughs> uh, but then again, maybe because he's a drummer, he uh, gets his percussion needs met mm, elsewhere. I, I guarantee you he's tapping on shit all over his house. So that is a good point that he actually should be tapping it. And he was giving his girlfriend a little hate there. Notice? <laughs> His girlfriend? Shanna. <laughs> They're dating now. You didn't know? Uh, what did I miss? Uh, Shanna has a huge crush on him. And he oh, was like Shanna. giving oh. <laughs> this JMO a little bit of uh, negativity. Yeah, indeed. Uh, this is um, their first fight. <laughs> and I hope they get through it. But what what were your thoughts on the... Um, last jmo that i already forgot <laughs> what's up with shirts that are loose everywhere yes, but the forearms the shirts. first of all i don't even know what the hell this even means are she talking about a puffy shirt <laughs> <laughs> i think maybe it's like a t-shirt like i don't know about you but i have some t-shirts where it's like these sleeves are like so short hmm. that it feels stupid but like the rest of the shirt feels fine i've had that maybe that's issue, what they meant. but also i think it's just because i was chubby I mean, I still am, but like it's a little less tight in places. Um, I don't, I can't even envision a loose shirt that's tight at the forearms. It sounds like a snuggie with elastic wristbands or something. I don't, I don't understand. I would like to know more, and I would like to know where she's coming across all of these things that made her like, oh, I need to send a JMO in because this has got to be bothering everybody. <laughs> yeah, I would need a picture of her for reference mm -hmm. and a picture of the shirt for reference okay. because it, it could literally be anything. It really could. Um, I still think it's the puffy shirt because that's puffy everywhere and tight at the sleeves. Well, then I would have to ask this lady, um, does she want to be a pirate? <laughs> be a pirate <laughs> it's actually a pretty good look <laughs> a pretty good looking shirt sorry it's actually a pretty good looking shirt is that what he says at the end okay 
Anyway, I would like some more info. I need uh, a spreadsheet. I need a full write-up. I need everything to know about what you're talking about, Shinny Bobinny, because I like how Allison felt the need to be like, I don't think that's her real name. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you don't say. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, also, how many chandeliers does she have in her home? Uh, because if she's going to be swinging <laughs> from them, she's got to have a couple. <laughs> oh, Shinny, Shanny, Binny. Slow. <laughs> uh, we need to know what's what's going on. If you listen, which I'm sure you do, because why wouldn't you? The show's amazing. Um, let us know what you're talking about. I want pictures. I want charts, diagrams. I need all of this. And is that your real name? Uh, and last, before we close the show, little Rafi, do you do push-ups before you go out? Look beefy, <laughs> beef up, or do you just um, chub up? Oh boy. I do not do that because it is ridiculous, but I think there is some science behind it. You know, it'll get the blood flowing to those areas, <laughs> but I have no need because I don't go anywhere. Lisa, I'm stuck in this cell that I call an apartment for, for the, the rest of time. So you don't want any unnecessary bulk. You know, got to be lean and mean oh. is the way I see it. <laughs> okay. I think we should end it on you being lean and mean and unnecessary bulk. Um, if you'd like to be on the show, email bfancast at gmail.com. I will be posting a schedule for July, but I think we're only going to probably have one date available this month because we have some special stuff coming up. We have some people that have wanted to be on, so uh, there might be one. Maybe I'll do like a July-August combination situation. Um, but anyhow, so check out the Facebook group for that. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at BFF Lisa Lowry. Follow little Rafi at RMC Guitars. And, um, where else do you want to be found, little Rafi? <laughs> shout out, super late shout out to Bruise by Dawn because this weekend Formula One returns. You can catch me on this here couch at three in the morning watching the Austrian Grand Prix. <laughs> See you there, you fuckface. Oh my god. <laughs> not, this was not to right, bruise my not I just Separately. I just, meant just the fuckface to, is listening. Uh, whoever is uh, watching at it with four me. In the morning. Shout that out to them. is a fuckface, but Don is 100% not one. Um, not right. Don. <laughs> <laughs> I should have uh, separated these things. I never you know, know what I'm going to say. Technically, or te not technically, he probably won't listen to the end. So you're probably safe. But also, we know what you mean. He's not a fuckface. He's a good listener and a contributor to the show and a contributor of us drinking, which if you do drink, that's great. If you don't, you can still be our friend because it doesn't fucking matter because we love you anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, everybody's included. We love you all, um, except for a few bad apples, right? Sure. Okay. Uh, BFFs, you are truly the effing best. That is for dear, but it's really like a lot of F-bombs to go around. And uh, thank you, and good night. I think I have heat exhaustion. <laughs> Don't know. People say I got a drinking.